Hello there. Uh, this is Matilda Danso. And today I want to talk to you about positive self-talking. You know, when we talk about self-talk, um, we are talking about the internal dialogue that we have with ourselves. And whether you are consciously aware of it or not, we are daily talking to ourselves, right? Whether when you wake up, uh, you tell yourself how you feel, you tell yourself the things that you can accomplish during your day. And so um, how you talk to yourself affects the things you do. And when I talk about positive self-talk, I'm not talking about denying reality, but I believe it is about changing your perspective and your mindset about what is at hand. And when you are not having positive self-talk, then of course the opposite, which is negative self-talk is likely to be taking place. And so I just want to give you a few examples of what it means to have negative self-talk. For instance, someone might say, I always mess things up or I cannot do this work. Or I will fail. I'm not good at this. Or my life is awful. The opposite or the other way of looking at it is instead of saying, I, will, I always mess things up. You can say, if I mess up, I will learn from it. So you can see the twist in it. The positive self-talk says, yes, I'm human and there is a chance I could mess up. But even if I mess up, I am willing to learn from it. The other example is I can't do this work. So instead of saying that, the other option is to say, I will try my best on this work, even though it may be difficult. So you acknowledge that it may be difficult. But then you also remind yourself that you have been given power to be able to do all things. And so because of that, you will try your best and you rely on God's um, help to do your best on the work. The other example is I will fail, right? And that, that would be like, that's a negative confession. When you have not even started anything, you're just telling yourself, I will fail. And people often say that. And maybe it could be because they just don't want to do it or because they have been told several times before that they will fail, and so they accept that. But instead of saying that, you can instead profess that you want to succeed. And saying that you want to succeed, it just reminds you that, you know, yeah, you may fail on the first try or on the second try, but then your desire is for the end goal, and you acknowledge that it's a process, and you want to succeed, and because of that, you would invest in continuous progress and continuous growth in yourself and the things that you are doing. Another may say, my life is awful. And instead of saying that a positive self-talk will be, I am blessed. I have life, right? So you acknowledge what you have and not what you don't have. I am blessed. I have life and I'll make the best of what I have now. I'll make the best of what I have now. You know, recently I was even thinking on this, um, on a, about Thanksgiving. You know, you know, the Bible talks about being thankful in all things. And I was asking myself, why 
is it often difficult to be thankful, whether in your marriage, whether to your spouse, whether, you know, for the things that you have, even when you don't have a job, you have some things. And I believe it is hard to be thankful many times because the human needs is just insatiable. It cannot be fully um, filled of to feel, feel full, right? We always want something. You can literally buy a car today and the next day you see another car. And now the new car that you had yesterday that you were so excited about, some way, somehow, you seem to want another car or want another feature or just want something else, right? So we always want something else. And that can easily make us not be thankful for the things we have. And so when we choose to be thankful for the things we have, we just take a pause and say, instead of looking forward on what's next, what can I have again? What can I have more? You look back and say, wow, I'm going to count all that I have and I'm going to be intentional about saying thank you. About saying thank you to God. Thank you for the people who God has used to bless you. Whether it's your spouse, your children. Uh, be thankful for the things that you have. The little things. And until you take time to even pause and think over those things. You may not actually recognize them. You know, there's a popular saying that says that you don't know what you have. Or the value of what you have until you have lost it. Recently, my husband had his, one of his wisdom to taken out and he couldn't eat for two days. And he just made a comment that now I know the importance of having the wisdom too. And I said, yeah, <laughs> when you have it, you probably don't pay much attention to it. You probably never say, oh, thank you, God, for my wisdom too, that I have them, that I can chew, that I can eat. But now that it's taking off the pain that you have to go through, you can't even chew, you, he couldn't even swallow water. So it took a couple of days before he could do all of those normal things, or so-called normal, which is actually a great blessing that we should be thankful for. And so positive self-talk is looking or changing the perspective about the things that you do, about the things around you. You're not ignoring reality, but then you are just having a more positive perspective. And I believe it's not just mere positive, but then the word of God is just a great lens to have, right? Um, that should be your number one lens for looking at everything in your life. And so why positive self-talk is important like I said from the beginning, the things we say affect what we do. Um, in the Bible, the Bible uh, shares a story about a time where Jesus was on the way to heal someone. And as he was going, he was, as usual, he had a great crowd of people around him. But then there was one particular woman, and the Bible says she said within herself that if I could touch his garment, I will be made whole. And that talk that she told herself, she told within herself, that was a self-dialogue. She was talking to herself, and that is a faith talk. And that talk is what compelled her to move, you know, in between the crowd 
um, overcoming all kinds of distractions. I'm sure because this woman had been bleeding for so many years. So I'm sure she had a peculiar smell. People probably didn't want to associate with her. Um, all sorts of things probably were work, working against her. She probably had some kind of insecurity being in public. But then she had to find a way to overcome all of those insecurities all of those things that i'm sure someone will push her here but then she's telling herself i have to touch his garment i'm going to be made whole and so she keeps moving and so that's positive self-talk it's encouraging herself to move closer to the presence of god because that is where healing is and i don't know who i'm talking today but then, you know, there may be so many distractions. Some distractions may seem to be good, um, but then it's taking you away from the presence of God. Could be distraction of just overly serving or distraction of just being too concerned about your children, about your family. You don't have time even for the word of God. You don't have time for prayer. You don't have time for worship um, or the distraction of work. The distraction of what other people you think other people will say about you. And so because of that, it's keeping you away from the presence of God. I just want to encourage you. That positive self-talk that you tell yourself should push you closer to the place of your healing. Should push you closer to the place of your deliverance. And that is in the presence of God. So why positive self-talk? Again, the things we say affect what we do. Also, the things we say affect our faith. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. And God's word builds us up. God's word builds us up. It's a very foundation on which we actually are able to build our lives. You know, Jesus shared the parable of the two builders one built on the sand, one built on the rock, and both of them built, right? Um, the only difference is when the rain came down. In fact, both of them experienced the storm. And each and every one of us, at some point, will experience some kind of storm. It may be sickness, it may be your finances, your marriage, something in your family, or someone that you know, you know, may be affected. And if you built on a sand or on a rock it will be tested in the time of the storm and the greatest storm that comes to every one of us is death and after death you will be tested your foundation will be tested those who have built on a rock which is jesus christ when you haven't built your life on christ then it will only be a sinking sand and so positive self-talk also affects our faith. Faith looks at things not seen, considered things that are hoped for. And so God's word builds us up. And when you confess the word of God, it will build your faith up. Positive self-talk affects our relationships, right? Um, can you imagine just being in a relationship um, with someone who is always speaking negatively? I mean, just talk about just friendship, right? People may talk to you and feel sad for you and all of those things. But after a while, I believe people generally are not attracted to negative self-talkers. 
people are always speaking negative, whether about themselves or even about others. They don't bring joy. They actually suck joy out. And so people are not attracted to you. So what we say, even to ourselves, many times it's reflect in the things we say to others too. When you are not talking positively to yourself, it's very likely you are not talking positively to other people. And unfortunately, when you do that on a consistent basis, people generally avoid you, right? And then finally, you know, positive self-talk also affects the things that we create. It affects the atmosphere that we create. You know, the, the Bible talks about how the tongue has a power of life and death. And then the Bible also says, choose life, choose life. And so we have a creative power of the tongue. And when we do not use it positively, then we are actually choosing to use a creative power of the tongue for distraction. And sometimes we use it to distract relationships, right? Whether we are gossiping, we may distract um, the church, we may distract um, people's businesses, people's reputation, we may distract people's future the things that you say to your children you know about them not casually almost cursing your own children because of a mistake they made right and so we have to be careful about the things that we say with our tongue because it has the power to create and it has the power to pull down and to distract And so these are the four reasons that I believe um, shows that positive self-talk is important. And so we have to choose to use the tongue to build. And when you think you haven't had that um, background, maybe you've always been a negative talker. um, And you're wondering, where can I start? Start in prayer. You know, ask God to help you. Commit your tongue to God. Commit your members, your body members, all of your members, your tongue, your mind, your heart, your desires. Commit them all to God. Say, God, help me in this area. I surrender myself to you. Help me to use my tongue to build up not only myself, but to bring grace to those who hear me, those who hear my words that they may be encouraged and they may be lifted up, including myself, right? It's part of loving yourself because the Bible says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul. Love your neighbor as yourself. So as you lift others up, remember that you have to also lift yourself up. So why positive self-talk is important is because it affects what we do. It affects our faith. It affects our relationships. And... It helps us create things or atmosphere that are helpful to us and also to the people who hear us. I hope you have been blessed and have a wonderful week. Amen.